Hi beautiful ladies. Are you so busy and distracted that quite frankly you feel you're missing out on the little things in life? I am Annabelle Ardent, wife, mother, sister, friend, and daughter, singer-songwriter. I have decided to intentionally stop and reflect on the many blessings God has given us. Blessings of intimate, personal, and strategic joy, providence, peace, grace, and hope. So sit back and relax as we look back and look forward to the many blessings ahead of us. Let us be intentional in seeking God in the little things. In this podcast, I will be sharing life stories with you in hopes that it will encourage you to pivot even closer to God. So let's go. Let's get started. Welcome to this week's In the Little Things podcast. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Annabelle. Well, we can't believe it, but we're super excited because we are at our 20th podcast. Yay! Can you believe it? Wow! I can't we're just leave 20 already. I know. We're so tremendously blessed to be here, and we're so grateful to all of those who prayed over the, even the very thought, the idea of doing a podcast in the beginning. Um, it hasn't been easy to get there. No, nope, no. Nope. But God has gotten us through, especially through a really tough school year with lots of things going on in yes. both of our lives. Yes. Um, just but, yeah. just all the the things that we had, all the hurdles that we've had to relearn in a different way uh, through pandemic and through homeschooling. And even technology. And technology, even just stuff virtual that we were... everything. Right, and... right. And so, but you know, God's plans are bigger and better. And when he you know, pushes us towards something, he's going to meet us there. Yes. And he's not planning on sending us somewhere where he is not, right? Correct, yeah. So, and he will equip us for what he's sending to, exactly. to for us to do, yeah. Exactly. And so this week, we're reflecting on God's goodness, his goodness, his faithfulness, and just looking at his blessings and all the little things. Yeah, this week, um, I'm going to bring a true story. And, and, and this story, I know, is... is um, Probably not just an individual story for me. I think it, it crosses the gamut for all of us, mm-hmm. especially as we were thrusted into homeschooling. For some of you, homeschooling is fun. It's um, <laughs> creativity at its most. As and, Annabelle looks oh at me like, you are God. so crazy. <laughs> no, I have a girlfriend, um, Jessie. Jessie yeah, is uh-huh. very, very crafty, and mm-hmm. she's she's got cricket, and she's got all these neat little things mm-hmm. that she does, and she she's always planning some activity for her son. Every time she comes over here, she's got games and crafts, and so, and I am not crafty. Let me tell you, that is exclamation yeah, point. Yeah, me neither. I can say that. I'm not crafty. I'm organized, but I'm not crafty. I'm I'm in administrative, but not crafty. Mm-hmm. And so for me, throw, throwing me into a homeschooling situation where I'm having to explain something that I've known for years to a child in a layman's format for them to understand... Mm-hmm was a challenge for me. Mm-hmm. Just explain a questions coming at me at ten miles an hour. Well every you had 10 a lot seconds. to get used to like all at once. All at once. And yeah. it wasn't just getting used to how to explain these things. It was trying to understand the technology of you know for a virtual learning that you had to do for his right. school right. and keeping him on a schedule with that. Because yeah. you didn't get to do it on your own terms. Like when we homeschool, we do it 
in our time that we have to spare, right? And right. we work our lives around it, but you had to work around the school schedule. School schedule and the meetups with the with the teacher and and um learning the Bible verses on time and learning the you know, all the lessons at the given moment they wanted it. It it was it was a challenge. Mm-hmm. And then I also had my husband in the home because he was quarantined. Mm-hmm. So then you add the honey where's this and honey what about this and honey about that and you're going, I can only do so much in a ten minute span, you mm-hmm. know? And so for me it was overwhelming to say the least. I was full of anxiety. I wasn't sleeping well. I wasn't eating well. And it kind of took the place of my morning devotions. Um, in our previous podcasts, I think I've mentioned, I like to have my mornings right. so that I can start off the day with the Lord and really get my foot onto the ground. Before I even touch the ground out of bed, I'm on my phone with my devotion. I am one who... I read a long time ago in, I don't remember where I read it, but it was something to say, Lord, I've been really good all day. I've been really good. Now be with me for now I'm getting out of bed. Oh. <laughs> and um, I it stuck with me because I'm one of those who I'm very goal oriented and I have my to-do list and I know exactly what I'm going to do tomorrow in the order I'm going to do it, how, you know, and so when things don't work out the way I think of them in my head, that's the control freak in me. When I don't get what I need done, I tend to internalize it and think my day is that you failed. I failed. This day is is bad. Mm -hmm. And when home, when quarantine happened, my whole everything went out the window. I was no longer in control of anything. And so I had anxiety like you cannot imagine. And I didn't handle it too well. I'm going to confess right now with, with all of you who are listening. I lost my top with my child and with my husband quite frequently due to anxiety. And I know I'm not the only one. So I don't. it's not guilt or shame that I have. It's more of I had to relearn how to be patient. I had to relearn how to trust God. I had to relearn the simple things, the little things like to take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. That's what today's podcast is about, is really taking that deep breath. I remember one of the things that God spoke to me very early in the quarantine was he kept saying, just take a deep breath and you will see that I am here with you. Take a deep breath. And I, like most of the things, I kind of just brushed it off and I kept going and going, thinking, I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to do this in my own strength. Mm -hmm. in my own ability, in my own wisdom. And I kept getting more and more tied into a ball, just a a really tight ball. And I kept hearing, Annabelle, just relax, take a deep breath. Well, one day I was on the way to the supermarket and I always have my radio on. You know me, I don't like to have quiet for anything. (laughs) And on the radio, I heard an interview and they were saying, it, it blew me away. It just, still blows me away to this moment. They were saying the one way you can test to see if you have COVID. Ready? Okay. Yeah. Everyone probably wants to know this if they haven't heard it. Take a deep Mm -hmm. breath and hold it for 10 seconds. If you're not coughing, you don't have COVID. And I thought to myself, 
How many times has God told me, take a deep breath, take a deep breath? Well, okay, but let's be honest, like allergy season, okay, I would fail that just about all the time. This was before allergy season. This was last year about, mm, I would say January of last year, Mm -hmm. 2020. And I heard this on the radio and I just, I fell into my seat and I said, but God has been telling me this so much. I actually pulled off to the side of the road because I started sobbing. I was like, Lord, you've been telling me this for like three weeks. And that just take that one little simple thing, take a deep breath. And here the radio was saying, this is proof that you don't have COVID. Do this test. And you've been telling me, and I'm doing the test and I'm not coughing. But in doing this test, I realized one truth. And that is that you are with me, that you are sustaining me, Lord, and that you, I can trust in you for you have my back just by taking a deep breath. Right. And so for, for many of us, I think the whole quarantine and the, um, the shock of all of it and the fear factor, I think another part of it was just for me, it was going to the supermarket, for example, something as little as buying, I don't know, milk for the family. It became such an ordeal. I'm going to bring home COVID. I'm going to bring home COVID at the beginning. When... And then it got worse because here they're saying, you know, they were telling you, if you can hold your breath for 10 seconds, you don't have it. Now we know there are some people who are asymptomatic and they've yes. got it and they can pass it along. And so it just got worse and, and worse, worse yes. as we went along in the stress of that, not knowing, okay, everything we touch could contaminate me and my family. Right. And then they're like, well, it's less contact, more, you know, respiratory, you know, and it just, there was so much change and kind of evolution of, um, ideas and understanding about it and all of that that in some ways we didn't know what to think right and then as we got more information where it was different information and it um could get confusing because sometimes scary yeah yeah there's there's a technique in which psychologists today use especially for kids who have adhd or have anxiety issues where one of the coping skills that we teach is take 10 deep or Count to 10, Mm -hmm. and in the process, take a deep breath. Five in, Mm -hmm. one, two, three, four, five, and let go, one, two, three, four, five. Mm -hmm. Do that as as many times as you can until you feel your heart rate is going down. It calms you. If you find that you are still in that hyper, like, I've got all this energy and I've got to let it go, try to take more deep breaths. And as you're taking those deep breaths, start counting backwards from 100. Mm-hmm. When you feel that your heart rate is going down and your anxiety and your nervousness or your whatever it is, mm-hmm. worry is another one, right. starts to diminish, <clears throat> then you can calm yourself down enough to then feel feel comfortable to move forward in whatever well, it is you're I, you doing. know what i can vouch for this i had a terrifying ordeal the other night terrifying so before okay everyone i'm just dealing with allergies i am i it's an adult onset thing it's hard to admit it but for the last several years i have every year had this allergic reaction and for me being an asthmatic even though like my asthma has always been really mild symptoms 
in the last several years with the onset of allergies coming into my life, it is resulting in an asthmatic cough where it just feels like someone's squeezing my lungs and mm. causing me to, it's just forcing air out, you know? Right. And so not congestion, just this cough, you know, from asthma. So, um, and I have been tested for COVID. This has been going on for me for like five weeks now, six weeks, you know. Yeah, yeah. And um, so I did, I went and got tested rapid and PCR for COVID, it was negative. I did a round of antibiotics just in case. I did a round of steroids to try to bring down inflammation in my lungs. And guys, um, I have never had an ordeal happen like what happened to me on Saturday night. Mm. Um, I woke up to go to the bathroom and when I lay back down, all of a sudden out of the clear blue sky, I could not breathe. Mm. Not, could had difficulty breathing, I could not breathe. Not wow. one tiny bit of air, not a pinpoint of air, zero could go into my lungs. That's Nothing. Scary. It was like my trachea had snapshot out of the wow. blue. Like I was fine walking around, going to the bathroom. I get back in the bed and all of a sudden out of nowhere, I am just unable to breathe. So I whacked my husband really hard. I couldn't say anything. I could not make one sound because no air can go in or out. Right. And I'm just hitting him and he's like, Oh my gosh, is everything okay? And I'm hoping in the dark he can see me, right. you know, and I'm shaking my head and he's like, do I need to call 911? And I'm tapping my, my oh. throat and I'm just pointing at my throat and he can see the look of just terror on my face. I thought that's oh, yeah. it. How do you open your own trachea? Right. I've never had any, my, I've never had an allergic reaction that has affected my airway to make me unable to breathe mm -hmm. ever. So I don't have an Epi, EpiPen on hand. And I'm thinking, what do I do? Like, this is it. Mm -hmm. I thought, this is absolutely wow. it. And so he called 911. And uh, while they were on their way, about a minute into this, a minute with no air, I mean, I'm getting ready to pass out. Mm. A minute with no air, and all of a sudden, a tiny, I just sat on the edge of the bed, and a tiny pinpoint of air finally got through wow. which felt like heaven right talk about appreciating your breath when right. you had none yeah. it was as if somebody put a little pin through and now i could just breathe that little little bit and that calmed me enough to have me just sit there and i put a hand on either side of me and if i tried really hard to suck in air i could get nothing wow but if i went really slowly which was torturous because right. i needed air but i could get that pinpoint if i went slowly and over the course of a minute, that slow, relaxed, as relaxed as I could be when I couldn't get air, right. that it just eventually opened up. And over the course of a few more minutes, I could start to breathe more normally. So by the time the paramedics got there, I was, you know, my 90% oxygen level, I was fine and, and all that. And I didn't even end up having to go to the hospital, but... What did um, they say it was? Just your... They said sometimes the trachea, can, I've never heard of it. Have you ever heard of that? No. They no. said the trachea, if it thinks that there's a blockage or something, it can snap shut. And they think that what would have happened if there was not a true blockage would be that I would have passed out and yeah. been relaxed enough in passing out that the trachea would have opened again on its own. Wow. But it was all about relaxation. Apparently. Right. Right. So... It wow. kind of, you know, that's that relaxing is what allowed me to finally get breath and catch my breath and move forward. And, you know, um, you wrote down a verse that made me think of it. Psalm 150 verse 6 says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Amen. What is the purpose of our breath? What is the purpose of the very life we have is to bring glory to God and to praise him. And yeah. I can tell you two things happened that night. Number one, I praised God a whole lot. Yeah. Because I got my breath back. <laughs> you you right? survived it. Yeah. And number two, 
I appreciated my breath. Mm-hmm. Every breath I took that was deep and whole, I appreciated so much more. Yeah, and unfortunately, it, it to us is such a little thing to be able to be breathing oh, to right now. Oh, take it for granted. And we take it for big time for granted. One of the biggest things that I'm teaching my son right now, uh, because summer's coming in, is um, when he's swimming to remember to to pop his head out to get a breath. Because if he when he doesn't, when he finally pops out, he's like <gasps> he's hyperventilating. He's right. like trying to survive not breathing. And I guess kids do that, but I remember right now um so i keep telling him look you need to breathe and take the breaths you know prepare to take a breath don't just when you're all of a sudden are out of breath to take a breath and and we we as as people don't see the purpose of breathing until we don't have that breath like you said Mm -hmm. i kind of taken it a little bit further in the sense that when we get so full of anxiety and worry that's when God breathes into us his truth and what I mean by that is on um, John 25 if you look at chapter 25 specifically in verses 19 through 23 that's a time period where the disciples you remember after Jesus died Mm -hmm. they all hid Oh, yeah, together they were. Yeah, they were. Because they were, like, distraught. Like, yeah. oh, my goodness. They thought, okay, this is the end of our plan. This mm-hmm. this was our demise, and they're going to come after us next. Right. So they're hopeless. They're fearful. And they're hopeless. They're fearful. And they're, they're in their low pit of despair. What happens in that period of time is that Jesus comes back and shows himself as in the in the resurrected body and he comes back and he specifically says peace be with you when he had he said this he showed them his hands and his side Mm -hmm. to prove to them that he was indeed the risen savior because this is after the resurrection they knew but they had to be going over their minds like was I crazy and they didn't all see him yeah they had not all seen him so not all of them even really knew to believe yeah they they were they were kind of in darkness and and not knowing what to do next mm-hmm. you know and how to proceed and when jesus said to them peace be with you he breathed on them and said to them receive the holy spirit if you forgive the sins of any they are forgiven of them if you withhold forgiveness from any it is withheld from you. So what I'm getting at is when you get in a place like I was last year where I thought, oh, what do I do now that we're all quarantined? Is this the end or is this our demise? What This is all different for me. I don't like this. It's what I was saying. I don't like homeschooling and anything to do with um, change to that with the fear factor in there threw me into that place where where the disciples were is this going to be the end of us with covid what if we get covid and i i just that was where i was standing i was Mm -hmm. standing on the what if Mm -hmm. and the anxiety just increased and increased by standing there but when i finally took a breath in in a true spiritual awakening of who God is to us in us because of the faith we put in him I was finally able 
to surrender that anxiety, surrender the homeschooling, surrender the fear, Mm -hmm. surrender everything to him. And out of that surrendering, this is the key point to all of this. One morning after, like right after I surrendered everything, one morning my son asked for the homeschooling to, to take a pause because he wanted to pray. And my son is very aware of who God is. And it, he always, like, even if he sees a butterfly on the floor flopping his wings, he'll pray over that butterfly. Aww. He'll pray over things like, oh, I hope, you know, I can go to play with so-and-so. And he'll be talking to God, just praying. And this particular morning, he asked God into his heart. And he asked God to take over his life. That's amazing. So I that, love it. Because I took the breath and I trusted God, God in turn fa- turned his favor towards us. And now my son has been saved through faith in Jesus. That's so awesome. You know, and and I love that God, because he came here and lived as a human in the body of Jesus Christ, he understands it and he walked the walk. He didn't just tell us what to do. He gave us the example of what to do. When Jesus, Jesus knew what he was going to go through. And in the garden, in Luke 2:44, we see he had drops of blood falling like mm-hmm. sweat to the ground because he was in agony and high anxiety, it says. And so um, Jesus was going to God over that. When you are, I've never been in such agony that I was sweating blood. Mm, Can you imagine if you knew that tonight or tomorrow you were going to die a torturous death, what that would feel like, especially if you knew you had the power to change it. Right. And you're choosing to move into this. How hard would you have to lean into God for that? But he did that. Mm -hmm. He did that as a great example to us. Exactly. Exactly. So like when, when we say let go and let God, we have a God who did that very thing. I mean, he was God and yet he leaned into his father and he let go of the worry. I mean, Jesus had already told his disciples, like in Matthew six twenty seven, he said, can any one of you by worrying at a single hour to his life? Mm-hmm. And he knew his own worrying over what was coming that in the next 24 hours, mm-hmm. his own worrying that in practically the next few moments he'd be taken would never add a single hour to what he had left of his life. There mm-hmm. was a plan in place. It was going to happen. He had to let it happen if the salvation of the world were to happen and he loved us enough to do it and to go through with it. But he had to lean into his father yep. to be able to sustain, to be sustained, yeah, to get through it. And in his very last breath, he said, it, it is finished. Mm-hmm. Meaning he accomplished everything it's done, on our behalf so we don't have to worry anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's pretty much the challenge for everyone this week, including myself. I have a sign here in the house um, where it, re- it reads Joshua 24, and that is, me and my home will serve the Lord. And so in saying that, every time you feel anxiety this week, I want you to take a deep breath. I want you to realize who gives you that breath. And trust the one who is giving you and sustaining you in this week. Just say to yourself this week, whenever you feel anxiety, take a deep breath and let God be God. We are not God. God has has our back 
and he will give you everything that you need. So you just need to trust him and take that deep breath. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. If you have any questions or anything, please go to AnnabelleArdent.com. And if you um, would like any prayer requests to be prayed over, Jen and I would be honored to do that. You can leave your comments there. Um, We hope that you have a wonderful week. And remember, take a deep breath and trust the Lord in all things. Bye-bye for now. Bye. Oh, it's been so awesome spending time with you. Thank you for listening to today's In the Little Things podcast. As we navigate this journey together, I highly encourage you to hit the subscribe button so you will not miss the upcoming episodes. Feel free to share this with anyone you feel would be inspired, encouraged, or strengthened. And if you'd like to know more about the Annabelle Ardent Ministry, you can go ahead and push the button on this podcast, AnnabelleArdent.com. There you can find more uh, information on the ministry itself and all the upcoming events, any new uh, merchandise that you can can get for birthdays and stuff, you know. And um, also, if you wanted to leave any comments or anything private, you can do it there as well on my Connect page. Uh, For now, I just want to thank you again for being with me. Um, Hit the like button if you uh, like this podcast. And uh, may God um, love just bless you and and embrace you this week. Um, As you encounter him on a personal and closer level, um, I hope that you will see God's love in the little things. And uh, for now, I will see you next week. And until then, know that you are, your presence has been purposed. Thanks again. Have a great day. Bye-bye.